Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Tuesday, March 21st, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to talk about the World Baseball Classic, Mitch Bratt back with the team in surprise. We're also going to talk about the center field position with Leody Tavares still on the shelf, and we're also going to go over Monday's spring training box score. So join us today on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of guys, uh, professional wrestlers who love the Texas Rangers. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social medias at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch uh, Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TXRangersWTB. Those are our handles, and you can also check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, all spelled out. Really excited on this Tuesday morning to talk some baseball. Another person who is excited to talk some baseball is my co-host, the man with the beard who never ends, 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Oh, man, you know, I'm always excited to talk about baseball, even, even on a morning where I'm waking up a little bit exhausted, but uh we're uh we're we're getting we're getting through it over here at, at, at casa manimal uh what people don't know on every third monday my wife does chemotherapy treatment for her uh stage four colorectal cancer and okay. yesterday was that day so we were up super early to the doctor, got home in between while she was doing her chemo, took a shower, shower floods on me. Now I'm, mm. now I'm sitting with stuff coming up out of my shower. It's disgusting. I, I finish up with the shower. I'm trying to plunge it down. It just keeps getting worse. Uh, um, so my day yesterday was exhausting. I'm tired this morning. Um, I, I have a plumber coming out, but on the good, on the bright side, it does look like the Drano finally started working a little bit as it got down in there. And I'm, uh, so now I just have a shower full of everybody else's whatever that came up through the, the shower. So um, it's, it's gross in there, but I'm going to go get some, some gloves later on or after we get done here with the podcast, get that cleaned up and, uh, and get my, my guys from Baker brothers out here to, to fix me up, but uh, a rough day for the manimal yesterday. Uh, he is spent because he had to be at Buffalo Brothers later on in the night, and uh, mm. so you know we'll talk more about that later in the show. Uh, but uh, this is where I tell people how they can find me on social media, right? Yeah. Okay, so on Twitter it's Manimal Bull, on Instagram it's Manimal Three Hundred. On TikTok, it's at Bull Pro. Ooh. And on Facebook, it's Bull Pro, 300-pound manimal. You know, find me however you want to find me. But strike me up some conversations on baseball because, uh, you know, I, I love to talk the great game. Well, two things. First things first, uh, prayers go up uh, for Miss Manim Mrs. Manimal. Uh, everybody on the show, we're, we're, we love you. We're pulling for you, especially those of us over here at the Frazier household. We've definitely got you and her in our prayers. Uh, secondly, uh, breaking news, guys. Manimal has a shower and uses it. Occasionally. Uh, who, who knew? Who knew? I thought you'd just, like, 
when it got in well, the lake. Well, when you, know, you make my- as much money as I did <laughs> in professional wrestling, you you start uh, you start uh, acclimating to finer things. Sure, yeah, I've I showered you- in a lake. But I thought you just had a lake not, out back, you know? No, not out back anymore. You know, uh, met the missus. She got me into the burbs. That's how we're in Texas. That's how we're doing so this they, show. I, you know, I had this really inappropriate vision, you know, like this waterfall, you know, the the the, the hair, the long mane of the the man, yeah. you know, in the Staggy lake, you know, like a like a big bear. Yeah, like yeah. a big bear with some some you know, dirty dancing music playing in the background. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, that's it's, what I had. That's the, what I was Tuesday thinking. morning and someone at 6 a.m. is listening to this going, <laughs> like, I can't stop in donut shop to get donuts today because I am sick from Kevin telling me about Manimal's shower scene in a waterfall, like the Blue Lagoon or something here. What in oh, the hell? What, where did this? Where this is the greatest, this, we this have, the greatest intro we've ever had. We have completely down. went off the rails. It's like that time in Southern California <laughs> when I said, Kev, if there was ever a, a railroad or a train trip that I would like to take, it would be this one. And we got around the corner and the train was off the tracks on that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a true story, just that's like today's true story. true story. Yeah, that is. I, I uh, sometimes we worry that uh, trains are not safe with me around. It's a, that's a hundred percent true. It's a real thing, guys. But hey, you know what? Really exciting uh, news. We talked. We we made a promise. We're going to keep it, and we're going to talk some World Baseball Classic. Now that we're getting into the finals. Um, you know, we, we do have, we do have the two, uh, final teams. They will be playing, uh, looks like tomorrow, um, 7 PM Eastern. looks like it's going to be an FS one. Uh, well, I will be trying to tune into that. If I can, it's going to be an exciting game Two juggernauts, the USA and Japan. Uh, but we got, let's do a couple of box. Let's do a couple of box scores, uh, a little bit of a, a recap oh. of, uh, the, the semifinal or the, the semifinals of the, the WBC. Well, there's not a lot to talk about in the U.S. game, or no. there is a lot to talk about, depending on how you look at it. But uh, right. uh, in the first inning out there, he uh, he got kind of punch and judy and infielded around there and ended up giving up a bases-loaded walk to what I can only assume was your favorite player on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Big Daddy, Alfredo yeah. Despanier. I mean, yes. the, my my man. It says it, it says that my <laughs> man it. is five foot seven and two hundred and nine pounds, which is already a, a a plump man. Don't get me wrong, and and this is a big man talking about a big man. But there is not one way in hell that that man was weighing two hundred and nine pounds last night. I bet he was closer to like two sixty. But he did draw a bases loaded walk to drive in one of those runs for for Cuba. But they didn't have much going after that. Uh, uh, Wayno kind of shuts them down for several innings, and um, the the U.S. had no problem scoring runs. They got a Goldschmidt home run, a Turner home run, a Turner three run bomb. Um, yeah, Turner's going to be the MVP if uh, if the yeah US if they win. There's no doubt. Thing. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. that he's the MVP of this whole thing uh, if they win this thing. And uh, you know we'll we'll find out to, tonight 
because they're going to play. Like, I mean, if you want to go more into this box, we can. Uh, The U.S., I mean, Betts was three for six. Trout, one for five with a rib. Uh, Mullins hit a home run to replace Trout late in the game. Goldschmidt, Mm -hmm. two for five with four ribs. Uh, Arenado did get hit in the hand, which was kind of scary, but it looks like nothing broken. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if he were back in the lineup tonight to finish this thing off. Um, the Cardinals, he was uh, two for three. Cardinals with the Cardinals with the one-two punch in this one. Yeah, no, they Wainwright, uh, and then you had was it Mikola, Mikolas? You, or you've got you got Wainwright, Mikolas, Goldschmidt, and Arenado all contributing to this thing. Yeah, Cardinals coming out strong in this one. Let's uh, let's hope it doesn't affect their regular and, season. And not a whole lot else going on. Um, Alonzo got uh, you know got a single and scored a run. Um, Jeff Jeff McNeil scored a couple of runs on a couple of walks, um, and then Trey Turner who just mashed two balls into into yeah. orbit. And three for five with a couple of home runs, four RBIs. So he had a big day. And, and like we said, Wayno got in a little bit of trouble early in that first inning, um, but got through four, gave up uh, just that one run. And then, you know, like you said, Miklos came in, shut down pretty much the next four innings. And uh, uh, I, I believe that's Aaron Loop, right? Yeah, well, Aaron, Aaron Loop gets the. Gets I'm the sorry, I out. fell down the. I fell down the rabbit hole of uh, images of Alfredo uh, Despanier. And yeah. I'm definitely thinking that's going to be one of the covers. Is that going to be the cover for the podcast? Yeah, that's amazing. I can't wait to see what it looks like. I'm not even lying. This, this is an exciting yeah. moment for the show, I think, really, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it's, and a then, big, it's a big moment. You know, I mean, to get away from Cuba and Despanier. Uh, we yeah. can go into last night's game, which was yes. a classic, a classic yeah, again. Definitely, a classic, I mean, we've had yeah. we've had three or four classics in this World Baseball Classic, and I guess that's why they call it the classic, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, uh, Otani just showing why he uh, he might be the best player in the world, which is yeah, the man. Been given the yeah, given the, the the Mike Trout's and the Aaron Judges and the Jake Degroms out there. Um, but yeah, man, uh, what do you say about this Japanese team this year? They're juggernaut. They're, yeah, I mean, Otani, a couple of hits, a couple of runs. Um, they, uh, you know, it looked uh, every bit of the game looked like they weren't going to win that thing. I thought they were, they were down and out in that thing. Uh, uh, Rose Arena had another, another big day, and just that guy's fun. If, if Mexico yeah. would have won that thing, he would have been the MVP for sure. Yeah. Yeah, gotta love that guy, man. He he just seems to always rise to the occasion. Uh, whenever you know, there's like a big game, you know. Well, there was a guy that we liked, right? That we talked about all off season that we wouldn't have minded seeing play left field for the Rangers, and that was uh, Yoshida. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Masataka, Yoshida, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Yoshida came up huge for for Japan last last night in the in the. Uh, in the game went three for four, had a home run and three RBIs. Um, so, you know, a big night for uh, Masataka Yoshida. And uh, that, I guess that can help the American crowd that's uh, going to be watching tonight and watch the, the game with Mexico last night. They're going to have a chance to, to see this guy before he hits 
uh, major league fields. And, uh, um, you know, it looks like they're going to send you Darvish to the, the Hill and uh, the U S is going to send uh, Merrill Kelly, uh, is it Merrill Kelly, right? The, the kid from the Diamondbacks. Um, I'm so, going to, I'm going to agree with you. Let me look at the preview. I'm, I'm almost yeah, positive. I'm pretty pumped, pretty yeah, pumped so, to see you and, Darvish out there. Man. And from all indications, if this thing's close late innings, we're going to see Otani pitching late in the game. So, you know, uh, <laughs> if, if there were ever a reason for, Japan to to win this thing is I mean those two guys pulling five and four Sheesh. would really uh, would really make that an interesting thing but you know I mean wow. that's still a good lineup over there that the U S has and even if uh, Nolan Arenado's in there you know Bobby Witt's a hitter so you know um, right uh, and and I don't think he's going to be as noticeable at third base uh, defensively as he was at shortstop with Kansas City. And as he gets acclimated, he's going to be just fine, probably a shortstop with Kansas City. But we'll we'll see on that. But that's neither here nor there. It looks like we got an exciting matchup uh, on this thing. And I mean, man, I'm <laughs> looks like I'm gonna have to go home from work a little early. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know, <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. It's this afternoon. Excuse me. <laughs> we're feeling a little a little under weather. Yeah, it's time to get out of here. Watch this big game. Yeah, what time is it? Uh, one. One thing, one thing I wanted to say about uh, um, Japan, the kid that started for them, uh, Roki Sasaki. Okay. He, um, every fastball he threw was over a hundred miles an hour, except for the last one. Really? He had a hundred mile an hour fastball. The sliders. Wow. It was an uh, interesting, you know, yeah, but he was he was an interesting. I mean, he hung one to Urias, but other than that, he was pretty good. Wow! So I imagine every scout in baseball was out there watching him pitch last night. Last night, and um, you know, uh, because that was pretty impressive stuff that he threw together. And uh, you know, I mean, he's one of those guys that you know, he, I think he's really young, and uh, we'll just kind of we'll just kind of see as. Uh, as he gets older and see what he posts and starts heading towards the, the U S. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, maybe we'll close down the talk on the world baseball classic and maybe get into some, uh, well, Hey, speaking, speaking of the world, world baseball, baseball classic, classic. There you go. yeah, yeah. I got a little something here. Um, Mitch Bratt who got beat up a little bit by the team USA and their, uh, their, murderers row um he he was back at in surprise yesterday um i believe maybe it was sunday i'm not 100 percent sure but on the backfields for hickory through three innings two strikeouts zero earned so um hopefully no lingering effects from murderers row right he's he, you know i think i think for him just the courage to get out there and face those guys was probably something he'll never forget uh, in his career. And a lot of times those moments are what define a player's career of how, do, how they handle that kind of stuff. How do they handle going out there against the world's best and, and having a rough outing and saying, but Hey, you know, like, what did I learn? You know, I know it was ugly, but what did I learn from that? And it looks like he bounced right back and, and uh, you know, didn't, didn't lose a bit of confidence. Well, and I think it probably didn't hurt that uh, seeing the same thing happen to Martin Perez, who, was for all intent and purposes last year in the Cy Young race all the way up to the mm-hmm. end, and the same thing happened to him. Um, so, you know, it can happen to anybody. And, and so I think maybe 
you know, that that's a silver lining for Mitch Brad is that, you know, he saw that, you know, you know this can happen to a guy that's a, a big leaguer that's, you know, uh, making $20 million this year. So I can't feel too bad about it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no reason to hang your hat if you're Mitch Brad. Uh, speaking yeah. of uh, Mitch Brad and the Rangers, do we, uh, do we want to talk a little bit of a Rangers injury update? Um, well, I don't have a ton. Um, uh, all I read pretty much was that uh, Glenn Otto was going to be um, – he was going to have an MRI on his lat, um, but I never saw what the – I never saw what the uh, final, you know, I never saw what the final uh, – if they're, they've got anything back from that MRI just yet. Um, so – uh, I'm just kind of waiting on that one, and uh, you know, today's two week or yesterday. Or when is what? What day are we on? Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. So Monday would have been two weeks on Leody Tavares, and so I don't know if he took BP today or if he's going to take BP today or start <laughs> doing baseball activities yesterday or today. I haven't seen anything on it just yet. Um, no updates from any beat writers or anything like that on that. So nothing really on the home front as far as guys that are injured. Uh, nothing really to, to, to update anybody on uh, except for lat and uh, oblique injuries on those two guys. Well, I mean, we know Jake DeGrom's feeling fine. That's a nice – there's an yeah, update for, for – uh, There, for there we go, right? No, well, we don't want to <laughs> – you know, we don't want to rub it in that, that, that he's healthy, you know, and it's still early, so we don't want to get ahead mm. of ourselves. But, you know, something happened today that got me really wondering. What was that? Well, Josh Smith got another start wait, out wait, in wait, center wait. field. Before you get into that – isn't there what were what isn't there something you you were up to on Monday night that had you? Well, I was going to talk about wanted... I was going to talk about that after we talked about this. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Okay, because I think we can just do the box score after last night's talk. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. So Josh Smith got a, another start today in center field, and it's got me really thinking that his bat to ball and contact high IQ at the plate working good counts as that got him a, a, a job in center field. If Leody mm. Tavares breaks camp on the injured reserve list. I, I honestly, it doesn't, it would not surprise me because we talked a little bit off air and it was something that we had, remember, he was the left fielder as far as Fangrass was concerned. But right. I believe Robbie yeah. Grossman has pretty much won that thing outright. I even but, believe Bochy has said that Robbie Grossman has won that thing outright. Yeah, but with center field kind of up in the air, with Josh Smith really having a fantastic uh, – I feel like he's been just an obvious guy that has, has stood out during spring training. It's not just like stats. It's just the fact that he's versatile – the fact that he plays defense well at all the positions, uh, kind of the what we were talking about yesterday, you know, he's getting into pitchers' heads, uh, hitting first pitch home runs uh, to lead off games. Just he's just doing stuff that you just go, man, he's a good ball player. And I, I, I would actually, to, at this point, if you were to say Josh, Josh Smith is the starting center fielder uh, to opening day, 
even if Leone comes back and he's not, you know, fully a hundred percent, honestly, I, I would, I would feel very comfortable with that. Yeah, me too. And, and I do realize that uh, Bubba Thompson is a better defender than Josh Smith. I get that. And I think he, I think he is a better defender than Josh Smith with, without question. But I think that Josh Smith has, has done so much at the plate, not just this year, but we saw glimpses of it last year watching him mm-hmm. play. When, when the guys didn't perform last year at third base and Josh Smith came up, he was having productive at bats. I think he got sent to the Wolves a little too much. You know, I think like, yeah, I think, you know, what he's sending him out there leading off, if he'd have hit nine hole most of the year last year, I think he might have been a guy that hit 260, 275 with a 375 on base and, you know, and, and somewhere around Ooh. a 300 slug. Uh, but, well, maybe not three. You know, I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't want to say that and I don't want to say that that's what would have happened. But I feel like uh, he wouldn't have had the, the down tick that he had had he not been moved all over the lineup and kind of, yeah. you know, working him in different spots. And if he would have been, I always felt like the biggest problem I had with Woodward was there was never any consistency. Right. You know, yeah. and if like, it was and that I think way that for really, us, imagine, imagine what it was like for the team, you know, well, like, and I think that, not like, knowing every day what you're going to be doing. And that, and I think that hurt the development of, of the team. And that's, I think it eventually or inevitably led, led to him losing his job was that he, he just couldn't put together a lineup card that was the same one day after another and keep those guys. I mean, Simeon hitting three or four different holes last year. Uh, Seeger hitting the two, the three. Um, uh, you know, he, he hit guys all over the lineup and nobody was consistent. And I think Josh Smith would have benefited from that. And we would have probably um, thought he had a better season than maybe um, he ended up having. But I really think, I really think that there's a chance that, they're they're taking a look right here for him to 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 win that job because of what he's done at the plate. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that. And you know, I I wanted to pull up some of his numbers just to kind of look uh, at his kind of minor league career. And you know what's what's interesting is that you know no he doesn't have the kind of pop that uh, you know that you you would expect from a, a a corner corner infielder or a corner outfielder. But I mean. He has a he he slugs enough, and I don't think it's unrealistic for him to slug in the high three seventies and uh, even up as high as four hundred or, or even more uh, in the major leagues. I don't think it's unrealistic for him to get on base at a three fifty on base percentage. I don't think it's unrealistic for him to hit two fifty two sixty uh, with a little bit of pop. I'm not talking like anything crazy. Well, and I think but, he could become a doubles guy too. No, I, I, I really do believe like he 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 could easily get to that point with maybe a little bit higher of a ceiling. And one of the things again, I, I'm I'm harping on this just because I, I'm a big fan of these kind of players. But when you watched him last year, even when he looked overmatched, which happened, he didn't look like flustered. You yeah. know? He looked like he was out there really studying what was going on, trying to learn. And, and you felt like, hey, at some point this is going to click. Because it's, it's not like when he was getting kind of hammered at the plate or handled. It wasn't like you didn't see that he could get it together if he needed to. And, again, I'm not saying Bubba Thompson won't ever. But there were times watching Bubba Thompson last year we were like, dang, man. Like, <laughs> he's 
he's out of his league. Yeah, and, and yeah. I especially didn't feel that play. way about Josh Smith. Yeah, yeah I didn't feel I, that way I, as I, much I, about Josh Smith. Yeah, and I think that's I think ultimately that's what's going to be the difference between the two is is Bubba's got to develop, uh, and he's now he's going to have to do it probably at the big league level. So. You know, we're just gonna we're just gonna have to kind of watch that as we get between now and you know about this time, about this time next week. I imagine they'll have the twenty six set and and we'll be ready to go. So, um, you know, we'll know more this time next week and and you know next Tuesday, uh, they'll be playing here at the ballpark. So, you know, uh, next Monday night, Tuesday night, they're playing uh, exhibitions at the ballpark, and then you know we're mm-hmm. we're just a little over a week. When we when we come back on Thursday, we'll be talking about how we're just one week out from opening day. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of Monday nights, Tuesday nights, what what you got going? What you what, what was going on last night, and what you got going on next Monday night? Well, last night I was out at Buffalo Bros in Sundance Square, drinking Martin House beer and eating Buffalo Brothers Bu- Buffalo Bros pizza, and uh, mm. you know all that pizza half off those beers. Mm beer specials all night long super great <laughs> beer specials all you got to do is come out to buffalo bros come to the media the media uh room take you a big seat right there they got they've got big theater style seating tables on each uh, chair and you just come in there you order some pizza they're going to bring it out to you they're only going to charge you half nice Right, you you nice. get a couple of Martin House beers, you and the misses, you know, not you and the misses, but whoever that's coming to the show, not you got it, you Kevin got it in particular. But if he wants a beer, <laughs> he can have one too, no big deal, right? So, anyways, <laughs> back to this, you get a couple of them beers, you're gonna, you're gonna get some a nice discount on those beers too. So they're gonna take care of you out there, at Buffalo Bros. If you come out and you tell them that you're with Matt War Pro and that the Manimal sent you, mm-hmm. next Monday night we'll be doing it one more time, and then that's gonna lead us right into March 31st, Matt War mm. Pro, Texas Roughhouse, Death Breath, all the great sponsors that we have. We're gonna to come together. We're gonna to have a big show at Martin House Brewing. Right there on Fourth uh, Street, right off Sylvania and One Twenty One. Join us for the Hell's Half Acre tur- inaugural Trinity River Heritage Title Tournament. Mm. And come see the Manimal hold that belt high at the end of the night after he outlasts ten other men through a battle royal, a gauntlet four-way match. And some Amarillo Cape Fist matches. The Manimal's going to stand tall. Every all the Fanimals are going to enjoy. Mm. They're going to enjoy the time that they had. And uh, then we're going to drink some. We're going to go into the tap room and we're going to drink beer and celebrate all night long. Man, amazing! So that's, amazing. So that's Friday, March thirty first, mm. seven o'clock bell time. Six o'clock. Your boy Kev and the Manimal. Hey are going to be out at Martin House Brewing with a live recap of opening day and how excited we are about Jacob deGrom. That's and what right. that Rangers offense did to that poor, unsuspecting Philadelphia pitcher. Maybe Zach Wheeler, <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe Aaron Nola, who knows just yet. But he, he's in Doesn't for matter. it. He's in for it because the Rangers are going to get him, and we're going to talk about it. And that's Friday, March 31st, Martin House Beer.
Amazing. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. I can't believe it's right around the corner now. We've been talking about it and we're almost here. So super pumped about it. And uh, getting back to it, we got one more really important thing to talk about. And that is a Texas Rangers box score. Yes, we do. And it's, and there's, uh, you know, not a ton to talk about today because in the pitching box, you know, went six innings. Um, Mm -hmm. Now it wasn't a a great six innings, but it was six innings. Nonetheless, got the pitch count probably where they wanted it to be going into the season. Um, He he did give up 10 hits and he did give up five runs, but he also had four strikeouts and, and, you know, overall, you know, zero walks, zero walks. So he he pounded the strike zone and that's kind of, I think what they want to see more than worrying about him giving up some hits and some runs. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's more important to them right now is him him working that strike zone, getting guys out in the strike zone, because he doesn't just have overpowering stuff. I mean, he doesn't really even leave the 80s a whole lot with his fastball. But he throws three or four different pitches pretty effectively in the strike zone when he's in there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think this was more a, a day for him to get work and, I, you know, if they were worried about him, I think Boach and, and Mad Dog would have went and got him. Right, right. You know, and, and Dunning is a guy that if he can command the strike zone because he's kind of a sinker ball, ground ball guy, I think it's going to really benefit him uh, to really just to be able to, to keep the ball around the strike zone so that he can get what we might refer to as like bad contact, you know, and get these games, you know, get, get low pitch counts, uh, that sort of thing. So I, I think that's something that they're probably really wanting to see more of from him because, mm-hmm. you know, the more he is around the strike zone, the less he's having to throw, have to gut uh, the, that 89, 90 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. And, to and these hitters. And yesterday the game was on TV. So I got a chance to watch a little bit of Dane Dunning and, and I don't think there was anything very worrisome about what, what he did. You know, I, I don't think they're super worried about, um, his stuff right now. He got seven ground balls and and probably 10 or 11 ground balls when you include probably more like 15 ground balls when you include the hits and stuff in because nothing was really hit too hard. You know, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't beat up too bad. He did give up a home run, but other than that, I mean, you know, a lot of balls that single seeing eye single here, ball that lofts over the infield there, nothing too much that, I mean, he wasn't getting just pounded too bad. So, you know, overall, I mean, I think it was just work today. Today was work for Dane Dunning, and he was going to get those six innings or whatever his pitch count that they wanted him to get to. Yeah, another nice uh, another nice inning from Barlow. Uh, Hearn had a decent inning, but I want to hear you talk a little bit about uh, Will Smith. You were pretty pumped up about him. Well, uh, real, Tell me what you think quick, about this guy. Real quick before we get to Will Smith, because I want to say uh, t- uh, Taylor Hearn gave up a leadoff double and worked around it pretty nicely um and and two more strikeouts for barlow which is nice yeah um but will smith man i mean he's like he's like everything you want from a lefty i not he's 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 crafty in the strike zone he's still got good gas got a couple of you know a couple of different out pitches and he's got a fantastic move to first base Okay. So there's just a lot to like about Will Smith. And, you know, the more 
maybe even a week ago, I wouldn't even really thought of him as being a type of guy that might end this thing or be the closer for this thing. But, yeah. you know, I mean, <clears throat> I still don't think he will be, but I think that's another option that they have now that they uh, is a luxury, you know, I mean, because they don't have a ton of guys in the bullpen that just throw super hard. I think having Will Smith as a guy that's closed before and been able to get outs out of bullpens and deep in games and for winning mm-hmm. teams, I think Will Smith is a, you know, I think he, he may end up being a guy that might close games if it doesn't go right for a couple of the other guys, but I don't want to get that far to it. I, I you know, I, I think he's a winning side of the bullpen pitcher. And, uh, you know, if that's the sixth, seventh, eighth or ninth, I'm not a hundred percent sure just yet, but, um, you know, he was, he was good today and he was fun to watch. He had a couple of strikeouts and a pickoff. Yeah. Big shout out to my buddy, Michael, for uh, kind of striking up the conversation about whether Will Smith was actually a, a candidate for closer. So just shout out to you, but shout out to you, brother out, out there in the, out there in the good old sunny state of Florida. Yeah. The good question too, on that, because I mean, we're still yes. at the, we're still at a point where we don't really know. Um, <laughs> right. you know, no, like, maybe Bochy knows less about it. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe Bochy he doesn't even know, know just yet. Yeah. He yeah. might not even know, you know, not a lot of uh, hitting happening from the, uh, the early part of the lineup. Corey Seager continues to just be red hot. He's still hitting 474 yeah. on the spring. Sheesh. And uh, um, let's talk about Josh, Josh, Josh Young. Young, three for three, another double. Um, he's two doubles. Two doubles, hitting 342 on the spring now. So uh, yeah. very exciting about that. And then, you know, the Rangers got a, a, a little half inning where they put together some runs and, and got uh, Dane Dunning off the hook on a on an afternoon where he didn't have – you know, his best stuff and, um, sure. you know, so overall, you know, Duran keeps hitting, yep. um, you know, I know that I don't think he's going to make the team, but you know, Clint Frazier keeps hitting a little bit and, you know, get, showing some power now and hitting some gaps and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I still, uh, you know, I just don't think there's a spot on the team for him, but right. you know, I mean, Another Josh guy Smith getting yeah. on base, scoring a run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just there's there's exciting things that are happening, but but at the same time, you want to see, you know, this this might have been the closest thing that we've seen today to opening day lineup right there today with Timmy and Seager, Lowe, Garcia, Young, Heim, Grossman, mm-hmm. Garver, Smith. Right, and in number six, uh, double number six for Zeke Duran on the spring. So, yeah, him, uh, him, you know, nice little spring, two runs batted in. So you, what do you say? 10, 10 RBI in the spring. I bet you that leads the team. I wouldn't be shocked if it was. And I think those uh, six doubles are tied with uh, Jonathan Ornelas. For, yep. For and no, no errors today, by the way, for the Rangers. Good. And, uh, you know, late in the game, they had a couple of hits with runners in scoring position and ended up two for six. So, not a yep, bad day yep. with and runners in scoring position and uh, lightning speed today too. Two hours and fifteen minutes. They yeah, it, it was moving. It was moving. Um, well, that's what thing Dunning does is he he he's a he's a quick he's a quick pitcher man. He doesn't he, waste he a def- lot of time out there. You know the man pitches is paying for parking. Getting paid know? by the hour. Yeah. <laughs> his, 
his he's like it's like his car's out front on a on on a register you know like yeah he's got an uber waiting on he's got to wait for him yeah so he's got to be back out in two hours you know so but uh overall man i mean you know to get out of there with a tie no big deal is what it is it's spring um everybody looked around at the end of the game and the the umpires decided that it was a good time to just walk the hell out of there so um but tuesday it's Tuesday. Uh, I know we're off tomorrow. Right, uh, and the Rangers. Did you have anything else today. that you want to? Oh, okay, I was going to say, did you have anything else you want to throw out there before we? Yeah, real quick before we get out of here, the Rangers are off today, but they have a split squad on on Wednesday, so we're going to have a chance to talk about that. And on Wednesday in the uh, in the game at San Francisco and Scottsdale, you're going to see John Gray on the hill. And at the game and surprise against the White Sox, you're going to see Nathan Eovaldi on the hill. So the Rangers are, you know, we're getting close and we're starting to see those those guys that we've been looking forward to see and get ready. And, and we're going to see them start to get ready. And probably probably Gray is going to throw five or six tonight, tomorrow, mm-hmm. depending on what his pitch counts at, or on Wednesday. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, tomorrow. Yeah. And then Nathan Eovaldi will probably – be somewhere around 40 or 45 pitches or maybe even 50. So, um, and then I think probably we'll just see, but Thursday I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Andrew Heaney threw in the A game against Oakland and Friday against the Cubs, I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, Jake DeGrom again, throwing another A game. Um, So, you know, a lot to look forward this week and uh, getting to see those guys uh, that we've been, we've been waiting all spring or all winter to see. Right, right. And, and uh, count on us to also talk about the WBC finals uh, on Thursday as well. So a lot of going to be a big show on Thursday. So be sure to tune in. Uh, enjoy the day off tomorrow. Uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, this is Texas Rangers with the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at TX Rangers WTB. Check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys. All one word. All one word. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We are signing out.